Did you know that nearly all men and women will get at least one type of HPV at some point in their lives? Unless you're in a cloister or sworn to celibacy, HPV is a reality for anyone who's sexually active and it doesn't care that you've only had one partner. If that partner's a carrier, you are very likely to contract it. And no, you cannot get it from soaking naked in a public jacuzzi or sitting on a toilet without a tissue protector. And if you're doing this, please stop. That's just gross. So if your partner tries to tell you that this is how they got it, you can give them the evil eye and a half smile because you know better. In most cases, HPV is a sexually transmitted infection. The Vaginius is here to raise your HPV IQ just a little bit. Hello, my fellow clitizens, and welcome to Virginius. I'm your host, Dr. Elena Rodriguez, a gynecologist who loves her patients, loves to operate, and whose greatest joy is teaching. I started this podcast because I wanted my patients to have a point of reference. There's so much information out there concerning different medical issues that it can get very overwhelming to sort through the facts and the fake news. I sometimes get these ridiculous advertisements on my Instagram feed about burning HPV with some plant oil that was extracted from a remote rainforest in the Amazon, cultivated by tribal hands and spiritually blessed by the shaman himself. (laughs) I'm joking, but you catch my drift. We want to believe this so badly because the minute you're diagnosed with HPV, it's like you've become Indiana Jones on the quest for the magic elixir. No one wants the virus that could potentially give you cancer. HPV is one of those pesky viruses that keeps me in business. If 80 million Americans are currently infected, you can bet that I am seeing a chunk of that pie. HPV stands for human papillomavirus and it can lead to cancer if your immune system is not able to fight it off. Luckily, most people can fight it off within two years. Most forms are transmitted through intimate skin-to-skin contact and you can get HPV by having vaginal, anal, or oral sex with someone who's a carrier. There are 200 different types of HPV and the host is always human. You're not going to find this in animals. It is a double-stranded DNA virus that encapsulates into our epithelial cells and it replicates with our cells. If the virus does not resolve within 12 to 24 months and it is high risk, it can take up to 10 years before it becomes a cancer. And this is why screening is so important because cervical cancer is 100% preventable if you get tested on a regular basis. HPV affects both cutaneous and mucosal tissue. Things like plantar, flat, butcher, or genital warts are caused by HPV that affects our cutaneous tissue, and we see this most commonly in younger patients. Anal, cervical, and oral infections tend to be caused by HPV 16 and 18. These are mucosal type HPV. There are 40 different types of HPV that affect the urogenital area. HPV is the fourth leading cause of cancer in women, with 530,000 cases diagnosed each year worldwide and 260,000 cancer deaths associated with HPV. HPV 16 accounts for about 50% of the cases and 18 accounts for 20% of the cases. These are the most virulent, but there are other known high-risk types of HPV like 31, 33, 45, 52, and 58. These account for about 20% of cases. 
Young children can get respiratory papillomatosis when they pass through the birth canal at the time of birth. Bowen's disease is also caused by HPV, and this tends to be a high-grade type of HPV that affects the fingers, the palms, and the soles of the feet, and of course, the urogenital area. There is no FDA-approved test for men. Most of the tests that are currently out there are for clinical trials and research purposes only. I can get into an entire political debate as to why this is so outrageous and how equally outrageous it was that we started offering the HPV vaccine to men three years after offering it to women, as if men don't suffer from this deadly virus as well. Well, guess what? It doesn't just affect women. It accounts for 10% of penile cancers, and obviously we're getting it from someone. The prevalence of HPV in college females increases by 29% with their first encounter, and after three years, it goes up to about 50%. The incidence is the same among black and white females. However, black females tend to have the most virulent forms. We see a decline by the age of 25, and this could be due to the fact that by that age, hopefully we're settling down, we're in a stable monogamous relationship, or some people are getting married. We then see a rise in the postmenopausal females. This is typically after a divorce or when you find a new partner. The male prevalence is about 73%, and anal infections tend to be common, about 53% prevalence in gay men. Smoking and drinking increases the virulence of HPV. In men, clearing the virus can take 8 to 12 months, and the risk decreases with circumcision. And surprisingly, condoms do not always protect. And the reason for this is because it is skin-to-skin contact. So if you're not always wearing a condom and you're of the philosophy of, you know, if you just put it on the outside, it's okay, guess what? It's not okay. The highest prevalence of HPV in men is in the shaft and in the testicles. Oral pharyngeal HPV cancers are not just caused by oral sex, but you can get it with open mouth kissing. So who should get the vaccine and when? The recommendations are to vaccinate children before they get exposed to the virus. Two doses of the vaccine are recommended for boys and girls age 11 to 12, with the second dose to be given 6 to 12 months after. If you give the vaccine after the age of 15, you will need to give a third dose. It used to be that you could only get the vaccine during the ages of 9 to 26, but now we know that it can protect everyone. The age limit has been extended to age 45, and this is for insurance purposes only. So how good is the HPV at preventing cancer? In teenage girls, the reduction is 86%. In young adult women, it is 71%. And in vaccinated women, the percentage of cervical precancers caused by high-risk HPV dropped by 40%. Is the vaccine safe? We have been monitoring the vaccine for over 14 years with clinical trials involving over 30,000 females. Over 120 million doses of the HPV vaccine have been distributed and the safety profile is proven. Can you get HPV if you've been vaccinated? The answer is no. HPV vaccine is made from one protein that the virus produces. Therefore, it is not infectious and it cannot cause infection or cancer. Can HPV cause fertility problems? 
Yes, if you did not get the vaccine and now you're forced to have procedures done on your cervix to treat HPV precancerous or cancerous lesions like a leap or a cold knife cone, these procedures can lead to abnormal scarring, which can inhibit the movement of sperm through the cervix or weaken the cervix, causing preterm labor. How long does a vaccine last? Studies suggest that protection, the protection is very long-lasting. Women who participated in the clinical trials were followed for over 10 years and were still found to have HPV protection against the virus. There has been no evidence of protection decreasing over time. So in summary, HPV is a double-stranded DNA virus that incorporates into our cells. It's found only in humans and not in animals. The most virulent types are the mucosal types, which are HPV 16 and 18. And obviously there are two types, cutaneous and mucosal. The less virulent are the cutaneous, so things like plantar warts, genital warts, butcher warts, and globally, anogenital HPV is the most common STD. The peak prevalence is in the first decade after your first sexual encounter. Worldwide prevalence of HPV is 10% among females, with HPV 16 being the most common. Having multiple sexual partners are the greatest risk than those with stable monogamous relationships. Oral pharyngeal infections are highest in men and the most virulent in men and women with HIV because the clearance of HPV relies on a healthy immune system and HIV unfortunately affects our immune system. The HPV vaccine is safe and it's been proven to be effective at protecting against cancer. There's absolutely no reason why you should not give it to your children unless they're allergic to a component of the vaccine. That's all, folks. I hope you enjoyed this short teaching lesson on HPV. Please make sure that you subscribe and that you share. You can find me on my Instagram account at Dr. Elena Rodriguez or on my YouTube channel, Dr. Elena Rodriguez. You can also email me at elena at com. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Have a great rest of your week. Mm-hmm.